This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Hey, Jamie. All right, Matt. Look out now. <laughs> Look out now. Hey, is it the cool weather? Or... Well, I'm in a good mood. It's something. You, between the... We got rain earlier this week. We got rain. We got cool weather. We got syrup festival tomorrow. Oh, so sweet. We got football tonight. <laughs> sweet. You're on your game, man. <sighs> it is a big week in Henderson Russ County. And you know, and that's hard to say considering the big week we had last week. Yeah, it's like every week gets bigger. It's bigger and it's bigger. Huge. We had your dad on the show last week. We were talking about deer hunting. Oh yeah. And he got us fixed up on that. Oh deal. he did. He got <laughs> us fixed up on that. <laughs> but but I was proud of you. I know. I know. We, and it's one of those rare occasions when you can say that. <laughs> right. Because you know, we we and our our longtime listeners will remember we, we came up with this segment what about a month ago called Airballs. Right. We go back to last week's show, pick up those jokes that we missed. We just this went right over our head. We just missed them. This one's a little different. Oh, we didn't miss it. Didn't miss it. You actually used discretion. Discretion. <laughs> Which is not often something said around you. No, it hasn't been said recently. <laughs> hasn't been said recently. But so we're going to call this segment something like on second thought. Yeah, on second thought. Because the more I think about it, <laughs> the more I think about it. Now, your dad said, I'm not making this up. Your dad said he set up his deer hunting area, whatever that's called. Your, your, yeah, he was up in a deer blind. He's in deer blind. Yeah. But he had he had laid a trap for the deer. He had planted some winter peas. Right. And the point of that is for the to draw the deer in, right? Right, right. And your dad said, and again, I'm not making this up. I'm just reporting the facts. Your dad told us on this very show last week, he said, I think he said he nodded off and he woke up. Oh, and he's he looked. He was asleep like 30 minutes. Okay. He's he didn't tell that. Okay. <laughs> he's asleep and he wakes up. He looks out of the, the peerage there in the, in the deer blind. And there's a deer out there, he said, lying amongst the winter peas. Yeah, yes, and just eating. And that's where he's shining. Right. And on second thought, <laughs> the obvious response to that was, you're telling me the deer came to take a pee and you shot him. <laughs> the Sarah Decker Knight drum roll. That's right. Oh, can, maybe she could sponsor that at the hospital. She said she would. I haven't seen a sponsorship check. No, I haven't seen that either. So She said she would sponsor it. Yeah. The deer came to take a pee. <laughs> and and he shot him. <laughs> well, that'll teach him. Go to the restroom next time. Proper place out there. there you so. you anyway, I just couldn't resist it. it it's been a big week also. Yesterday was the mid-morning coffee, and it was hosted by Walmart. Oh, my. Yeah, it was a huge crowd. Had they had be. the Leadership Henderson class there, too. Now, that Leadership Henderson class is making its rounds all over town this week. Yeah, it's not as good a class as, as Vicky and I were in the same class. Right. And we'll be talking to Vicky here in a little bit yep. for a certain Second festival. Segment. Yeah, special guest. Special guest. And uh, But they're, they're a good class, not as good as ours. But uh, Sean Jackson there at Walmart, he was talking. And, and so I got on the soapbox, and I just wanted to thank him for the anniversary corn dogs. The grand opening. Yeah, that, you know, out to pasture. The out to pasture corn dogs. Yeah, it was a big week. 
I think there was a huge round of applause after I said that. I really don't know. I had to men. I'm sure. I, at least I saw a number of people clapping. Did you? And you said you spotted a couple of our fans there, too. Yeah. Long-time yeah. listeners, big fans of the show. Yeah, well, they've listened once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah, no, that's, no. A, that's a long-time fan. <laughs> I think I heard it one time. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, now, here's what's going on now. We've got, of course, we got Surrent Festival tomorrow. Right. And that's why it was such a coup. And you give me a hard time about getting guests on the show. We had a little trouble there one time, one time. But this week, I'm telling you, in the midst of all she's got going on, we're going to have on the show here in segment number two, Vicki Armstrong. Our very own Vicki Armstrong. Our very own Vicki Armstrong, the director of the entire Depot Museum and coordinator of the entire worldwide Surf Festival effort. This is we, we laugh. Well, you know, my grandfather was there in the beginning. His his dad and his family they made syrup, and so he was one of the ones out there telling people about it. And I'm like, hey, that's my granddad. You know, that was pretty yeah. cool. Of course, he's passed on, but it was really cool. And when it first started, obviously, it was much much smaller. But now. It can be upwards to 30,000 people. I think the unofficial headcount last year was somewhere around 1 million visitors. Uh, will you go down, if you're coming up South Main and you park somewhere on South Main and you walk up, it's nothing but a sea of humanity. Yeah. Roughly t- a million people. About a million people. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> and for the record, that was after the, the festival was featured on Out to Pass. That's right. This real Just game saying. changer. Now, speaking of game changers, this is what's going on up here now. T- tonight, up at Lions Stadium, Matt, it's senior night. Yes. Big Last night. home game oh. of the year. Oof. And we're going we're gonna to just add to the excitement and the emotion by throwing in recognition of all our seniors tonight. Now, you and I went down that road last year. Yeah, we've, we've been there. Been there. Not, not a, um, a pleasant night in some ways. It is a mixed emotion type feeling. A mixed emotion. It was tough on me last year. It was a great picture we circulated on Facebook last week of you and I at uh, senior night last year with some putting unhappy looks on our faces. Yeah. Of course, it's a little different for me. I'm watching my baby walk through Yeah, that's there. your you last, and that's my first. So, still. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't get any better, my friend. But it'll be good tonight. We've got a good, good well, senior and, class this year. And I've been called up to the big leagues again. Meanwhile, yeah. over in Carlisle. Yeah, at Carlisle. Senior night again. Senior night in Carlisle. Yeah. And they needed someone to say the senior names. All of them. All of them. So you're going to be called up to the booth to announce the entire senior class. Right. And just I, of the football team? or the- I, uh, They just told me seniors. Okay. So um, I don't know. I apologize now <laughs> for any <laughs> butchering of names. Because <laughs> you know things don't come out of my mouth right. So... They'll be like, who's this kid? I never went to school with him. <laughs> Does he even go here? Yeah. So I'll be making up names. Who knows what may happen? We'll have a fun time. But Well, you know, you remember, because we did this together when we went to the beach. I don't use my real name at the beach. No, you don't. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we went to the beach. The girls are horrified. But, you know, you get, you get in line at the restaurants and whatnot, and you, you have to give a name. So I don't use my real name at the beach. I'm on vacation. So I was stinky barefoot. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Smelly yeah. instep. My, my dad did that to my mother one time at IHOP when I was down at A&M. She asked the name, and he gave some weird last name. And he walked off, and the lady looked at my mother like, how do you spell that? <laughs> and she had a deer in the headlight looks like, uh, uh, uh. A deer in the headlight, but not like a deer in a pee patch. No, not the pee patch. That's no. a different look. That's a whole different look. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, real quick before we go to our, se- our break and our, get ready for this second segment now, I've got to mention that I had a big road trip this week. Went up to Fayetteville to see production manager Emily Holmes, spent a little time with her. On the way back home, Matt, now I'm coming down Highway 259 South, which, right. as it turns out, runs basically all the way from Henderson, basically to Fort Smith, nearly to Fayetteville. Almost Canada. And along the way, I see a couple of things. On the way home, I stopped check this out. I'm telling you, in the span of about an hour and a half, two hours, on the way home this week, down 259, I stopped in Heavener, Oklahoma, yep. and saw the Rune Stone. The Rune Stone. You've done this. I've done this. I've, I did this about 20 years ago. We're talking, and you could do it. You could have done it. To see the stone, you could have done it like 1,500 years ago. That's true. This thing has been there for over a 1,000 years. And I'm telling you, somebody got up there, hammering a chisel, I suppose, and wrote a message in a stone in a foreign language a 1,000 years ago. Vikings. Vikings. Heavener, Oklahoma, the Rune Stone. Unbelievable. One of the coolest things I, I've seen I, I, in a I've long got a time. replica of it. Well, I see you've got that, and I'm feeling a little inadequate, because when I got there, the souvenir shop was closed. So all I got was the experience and some photographs. I got the experience, photographs, and a souvenir. Now, was it 49 degrees and raining when you hiked down there? No, no. It was beautiful weather. <clears throat> Jennifer was with me and was not as excited as I was. Uh, well, I could see that. But I could see that. Extremely cool little stop. Did that, and I'm telling you, from there, I drove a little further down, just a little further down the road, and I'm slowing down for this traffic event, and to my right, I passed this sign. You know, they just flash out of the corner of your eyes. And I said, did that sign say John F. Kennedy? I think it did. So I turn and I go back. Now, I'm in the middle of the woods on Highway 259 in southeastern Oklahoma, and people, John F. Kennedy. Well, sure enough, I pull back over there. There's a monument there. There's a flagpole, and there's a plaque. And I'm not kidding you, Matt. This this plaque says on this very spot in 1961, President John F. Kennedy stood here and dedicated Highway 259. Wow. Are you kidding me? I haven't been there. I'm sure I drove by. You went right past it? I was probably thinking about the Rune Stone. 1961, President stood there and dedicated Highway 259. That's pretty cool. But there's more. So then I leave there. I go a little further down. I get into... The, the, the town surrounding that uh, Beaver's Bend area. Mm-hmm. And I pull into this little place to get some dinner, and they're serving me a pizza. And I'm not kidding you, the pizza that I wanted, the pizza that I ordered, you know what it's called? The Big Frank. The Big Frank. <laughs> so you got Big Frank's pizza. I got the Big Frank pizza, man. He may not be happy you're eating his pizza. I sent him a picture of it. He's pretty <laughs> sure. excited to know that there is a pizza he named is, after him. He is going to go there now. It would be like you pulling in and seeing one called the Matt Golson. Yeah, I'm sure there is one. There's got to be. Yeah, I mean it's pretty common. There's probably an out to pasture pizza over there somewhere. There, there should be. There's gonna be. Maybe they could sponsor the pizza. They <laughs> could. Anyway, what a trip! All this happened to spend about two hours. You know, plus all the scenery. I'm up in the mountains. Oh, it's it beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It was a great drive. Great little trip. Lots and lots of fun. So if you get a chance after the football game tonight and after the syrup festival tomorrow, if you have anything left next week. Get on the road, you head up 259, past the dedication point, head on into Heavener and check out that rune stone. You will not believe it. Yeah. Some Vikings. Vikings. In Oklahoma. Who knew? All right, tell you what, let's take a quick break, Matt, because when we come back, we're going to squeeze into her very busy schedule. Vicki Armstrong, the director of the Depot Museum and the Syrup Festival, she's going to be here live in the studio to give us a report on what's going to happen tomorrow. 
Sounds great. Now you're going to step out for a minute. Yeah, I've got to step out, but you can handle this. You step and, out. and Vicky's been here before. She listen. I wouldn't try this with an inexperienced. But she, guest like on the show. she says, less is more. Less. less so is more. instead of three people in here, we'll have two, we'll and there'll be more. Time. Less will be more. Right. All right. We'll be right back with more, not less, but more out to pastor on KPXI 100.7 FM. What's the difference between Stronghurt Pharmacy and the rest? It's the difference between doing business with a trusted friend or someone just doing a job. Tommy Strong and Cliff Hurt believe there's more to running a business than just making a sale. Stronghurt Pharmacy is a good neighbor pharmacy, so they go the extra mile to make sure their customers are well taken care of. Things like free delivery in the city limits or taking after hours emergency calls to getting to know their customers by name. You can't beat Stronghurt Pharmacy. 111 East Main Street, downtown Henderson. There's going to be some sugar out there in the morning now. Love that song. You liked that one, didn't you? Yes. You know, it's hard to find a good syrup festival theme song. And I think last year we went with some kind of a banjo-ish, you know, it sort was of a festival old song. folk art song. We did, didn't Yes, we? you found one. So this year we stepped it up a notch. We went back to the 80s. And that's my time era, so you did it perfect. There really was no good music after the 80s, you know. <laughs> yes, I do. That was the end of it. <laughs> well, Matt had to step out for just a minute, Miss Vicky. Vicky, so it's just all you and me now talking about the Henderson Syrup Festival starting tomorrow morning right here in downtown Henderson. Am I right? Yes, 9 to 5. 9 to 5. Now, last year, we had, what, like a million people here. It felt like it. Uh, uh, we don't count hits, you know, but it's 28, 26, 28,000 between downtown and the museum. 28,000 people? Now, you know, there's only like 14,000 that live here. That means that this is a tourism attraction for all states surrounding counties. Everyone comes because usually all of Henderson is working the syrup festival. Mm -hmm. That's right. Including we'll be at the Qantas booth. Matt and I will be over there selling syrup tomorrow. So if you need some syrup, you need some honey. It's a syrup festival. You don't want to leave without it. That's right. Come by the Qantas booth, pick some up. Now, what else is going on down there, though? Because there's all kinds of stuff going to be happening tomorrow. Well, the main thing is our syrup making. That's right. And the stars of our show are our syrup team and the volunteers and Easter and Bunny. Easter and Bunny are our mules. Easter and Bunny, the syrup-making mules. Sidney Levasseur. He is my mule keeper, as I call him. (laughs) And... uh, that area of the backyard where we make the syrup, our syrup team does a wonderful job every year for us, and uh, actually we couldn't do it without it, without well, them. And it's volunteers; they're all volunteers. That's the great thing about it. Yes. But now that takes place down at the depot grounds for folks that don't know. Yes. And to get down there, you could start down there. You could park somewhere in that area and make your way uptown, or. You can start uptown and take the hayride back down to the depot, right? Actually, you can take the hayride from either place, downtown or the depot. You're correct. It goes Find a parking place, 
stop at the depot and get on the Hayride Shuttle, which is our 4-H fundraiser of the year. And it costs $2 to ride as many times as you want to go back and forth. And uh, see the uh, music here at the depot. We have Lee Mathis, Hattie Alexander. Used to be Bridges. Bless her heart. Hattie was down there last year by our booth, and I swear that child, uh, she must have sung for six hours, it seemed like. She had a show going on. Yes, she does. She was working hard. We also have Churchill Bluegrass, and then our Rust County Dulcimers play uh, first. So uh, we have a full day of entertainment. And Suzanne has a list of entertainment also uh, through it, spread out throughout the morning. Or throughout the day, excuse me. Now, it seems like that the depot's got more of the sort of... um, Folk art. Folk art. That's what I was looking for. That's right. And the music is more in that category. But if folks want to move uptown, it's not quite Def Leppard, but it's going to be... (laughs) It's a little different uptown, right? Uh, Lori Tyson... Darren Morris Band, Bruce Brothers, Shake, Rattle, and Roll are her uh, music uh, entertainment for the day. So it is different? Yes. Well, that's a good show. You know, we had the Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Those ladies were at the Expo Center for the Taste of Russ County. I saw them. And that was a good show. They put on a good show. It was a good show. The Bruce Brothers are always good. We, uh, uh, I need to thank our sponsors. You have some outstanding sponsors. Outstanding. First of all, our title sponsor is Citizens National Bank. We can do that since Matt stepped up. But then uh, our corporate sponsors are, we couldn't do it without our corporate sponsors either. And uh, I'm not going to read them all, but I want to plug every one of them and say thank you. And the volunteers couldn't do it without them. Now, tell folks that don't know, tell them what a corporate sponsor, what that means. What have these folks done? They have paid a certain amount of money to help put the festival on, and uh, which helps us supply the needs of our expenses for the Start Festival. We, they get a banner. We have to... Uh, pay our musicians we have to uh, oh there's a list of yeah, things well, and the corporate not. sponsors get benefits also they get their sign on the road for 30 days they get a free booth at the festival they uh, get their name in the newspaper and on television for our commercial and they just get their name out there, which now, is wonderful. Minute. Wait a minute. You said a free booth at the festival? hmm So, of course, my law office has been a long-time corporate sponsor of the CERT Festival. Yes. And and I did get a sign, but just to give everybody an indication of how popular my sponsorship was, someone took the sign as a, obviously year, as a souvenir. When we took down the signs, uh, James Home Law Office was n- not on the street, so w- if someone has that, they could be generous and bring it back to us. I think it's in somebody's trophy room somewhere. I do, too. But what I'm saying is, you're telling me, in exchange for my renewed sponsorship, I could have a law office booth at the Syrup Festival. Yes, you could. Now, that would be fun. That means you didn't read the sponsorship list. 
But you work the Kiwanis booth, so. Yeah, I know, but a lawyer booth at the Surrey Festival. Hand out information about we what you do. We provide all kinds of services down there that are syrup related. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to be great stuff, Miss Vicky. Big crowd coming. The weather cleared out for us, too. Thank you. Hey, Thank listen. You. Listen, I want to tell you that this very morning, this very morning, I put a call in to Miss none other than Mr. Edgar Wilson. Now, you know Mr. Wilson. Yes, I do. We're talking about Mr. Edgar Wilson of E.E. E. Wilson syrup fame. Basically, world-famous syrup. Am I right? Yes. I called Mr. Wilson just to confirm that the syrup is on its way. Now, Mr. Wilson was out on another syrup run, but I spoke to his lovely wife, Rachel. And what I mean, when I say I spoke to her, what I mean is I said, hello, and I said, is, is Mr. Wilson bringing the syrup tomorrow and 15 minutes later the answer was yes but i'm telling you between here and there miss vicky i heard about alligator hunting cataracts hip and knee problems deer hunting butterfly backstrap and butter bowls full of chili <laughs> oh wow you got all the great information we're gonna have to get miss wilson on the phone I'm telling you, she is a storyteller like I have not heard. Mr. Wilson supplies our cans for our syrup that we make that day. That's right, he does. So we're very thankful to him for that. He's a great guy to have around our booth because I'm telling you, when people come to the festival, sure, they want some syrup, but what they really want is they'd like to hear a good story. Mr. Wilson is a story. He can supply those. And uh, we can also get stories at the syrup mill. That's what our SERP team does. They love to visit with the public, and all the children have questions. What are y'all doing? What is that? They let them taste the syrup. They tell them how the cane, who grew the cane, what it was all about back in the former days. And it's just a world of knowledge around the SERP mill. And uh, if you can't come Saturday morning... You're going to miss out. You really are. You really are. Now, you mentioned these mules are going to be down there. Easter and Bunny. Easter and Bunny. And they got locked up in a barn. And uh, how do you think the mules uh, got out of a locked barn? You're telling me that the mules got locked in the barn and they somehow got out of the barn? Mm-hmm. And how did they do that, Vicky? Donkeys. <laughs> And there you have it, folks. <laughs> Ms. Vicki Armstrong from the Depot Museum. Vicki, thanks for being on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, again, Saturday morning, 9 to 5, or Saturday all day, excuse me, 9 to 5, come out for fun, entertainment, history, shopping. Funnel cake. Food and corn more dog. food. <laughs> and, Anything on a stick. And it's like a social event. Oh, yeah. So come see people you hadn't seen in over a year because they will be back. My favorite thing, just just to cap this, my favorite thing is just being downtown and on the depot grounds and moving in between, walking through downtown Henderson. You see everybody in town, another fourteen or 15,000 or a million people from outside of town, but it's our town. And I love walking through it. I love what you guys do, and I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you.
Thank you so much. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. Yes, it is. All right, we're going to take our second break, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes with more Out to Pastor on KPXI 100.7 FM. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. If you need any help with the insurance company, call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. This is Howard Cosell with Dandy Don Meredith. <laughs> Turn out the lights, the party's <laughs> over. Oh, oh, that music just brings back memories. Listen, I, I remember Howard Cosell. This is Howard Cosell. I mean, that's not a great imitation, but you know, he didn't oh, just... Yeah. yeah, He had his unique yeah. rhythm. Oh, Monday Night Football was just... Those guys were like giants when I was growing up. They were huge. I mean, well, I, just, I couldn't yeah. wait. And that was back in the day, just for the record, before Thursday night football, Friday night football, Saturday football, right. Sunday. I mean, there was... Monday night was a special was a big deal. event. Yeah. Special event to get to watch a ball game Monday night. That's when Tom Landry was still coaching the Cowboys. Thank you very much. Back in what we would call, with all caps, the day. The day. The day. <laughs> Similar to that era, Matt, by the way, that Vicky and I were visiting about when you were out, when... Uh, Pour some sugar on me came around, which was, <laughs> as she and I agreed in your absence, was the end of good music, the 80s. Yeah, well, yeah, I can go with some of that. There was some good in the 90s, and then it went downhill really fast. I so know, I know. Well, listen, it is, it is big-time football tonight at Lions Stadium. Palestine Wildcats are coming to town, Matt, and if you've lost track in this crazy oh, mixed-up district. Yeah, I'm in. so confused. Let me just give you just in brief what we're talking about. Nobody knows what's going on here other than Carthage seems to be in position to win the title. Everything beyond that, Henderson is in the playoffs. We know that. We just don't know which position. And beyond that, it's just kind of like, we'll wait and see. Complete chaos. Complete it's chaos is what it is. So I am told that there is even one scenario where if Bullard somehow sneaks up on Kilgore tonight, and then somehow Palestine sneaks up on Henderson. There is a scenario where all that shakes out, and Kilgore stays home. That would be the funniest thing. <laughs> first of all, that's not happening. Okay, you know that's not going to happen. I apologize, Bullard, but I'm I'm picking Kilgore, even though they're our rival. I understand. I understand. Objectively picking a team. I'm just giving you the yeah. sense of the yeah. chaos. That's oh, it's involved. complete chaos. And then meanwhile, we move into the first round of the playoffs. They got the same thing going on down south of us. Yeah, nobody knows who's playing who. Little Soppers, Silsby, Navasota are all tied up down there at three and one in their district. Little Cypress and Navasota going head-to-head tonight down at one of their places. So they don't know what's going to happen down there either. It is complete chaos. Well, it's kind of like uh, A&M team. We don't know which bowl game we're going to. Texas Bowl, the city, the heart of Dallas Bowl. <laughs> you know? I'm not even sure y'all know which football team is showing up. It depends on the week. From week to week. Hey, you saw one of the guys, though. I'm you, that's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. That guy, what's his name? Ratley. You talking about Ratley? Ratley. Yeah, one of our players, a young guy. The kid looks like maybe this is his first big touchdown. They threw him some little pass across the middle, and he took off like 
a jack. I mean, this guy, a jackrabbit. He was flying down that field. Nobody could touch him. He's just leaving everybody behind. It was, it was Tristan Ebner like. He was so yeah, fast. Yeah, he he's fast. Yeah. He crosses the goal line. He runs through the end zone. Runs out of the end zone. He turns left. Runs across the end zone. Hits the corner. He's so excited. He turns left again and runs back toward the bench. And the funny thing that cracked me up was his teammates were chasing him, trying to catch him and congratulate him, and they couldn't catch the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Even after the touchdown, they couldn't catch him. He's so fast. They were trying to chase him down him. to congratulate him. And, yeah, yeah, that's fun. I hope that happens tonight at Henderson, that uh, we score so many. They're so fast. We can't even catch ourselves. We're just, you know. I'm telling you, nobody patted this kid on the back. First time I saw him, they patted him on the back. He was sitting on the bench. <laughs> up I've until been, then, nobody could catch him. here five minutes, guys. <laughs> Where y'all been? It was so funny. Man, he was excited. <laughs> Well, here's what I've heard too now, man. This, this adds to the excitement tonight. Okay, you got senior night, you got your home finale. You've got, by the way, what's going to be the last football game in what we have come to know and love is Lions Stadium. Right. Because as early as early next week, you're going to see that press box starting to come down. It's, the stadium's it's coming, coming down. down. Yeah. Phase two will get underway. By the time the season reconvenes next year, whole new facility. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. So exciting. But on top of that, here's what I'm what I'm hearing out there on the street through my sources on the Outer Pasture Sports Research staff. I'm hearing that Palestine has canceled their JV game or canceled it for last night <clears throat> for this reason. They've moved all their kids up to the varsity. They're playing for their lives tonight. If they win, they're in the playoffs for the first time in low these many years. If they don't win, they're going home. And they are basically treating tonight's game as Palestine's bi-district championship. Everything's on the line for these guys. Wow. Yeah. It should be interesting. It is going to really ratchet up the excitement at the stadium. I bet they'll have a good turnout from Palestine. Our neighbors will drive over, bring, bring their friends and their family. Everybody's going to be there for that. And they got a pretty good football team this year. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. Now, now Carlisle, <coughs> Carlisle has a different situation. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more yeah. about this because I got a little glimpse of it. Uh, San Augustine. That doesn't sound like a good situation. To okay, me. first of all, San Augustine. You, it is at Carlisle tonight. Thank goodness. There's one plus because last night I was at the end of the world. San Augustine. Yeah. <laughs> but San Augustine's nine and zero. I saw that. Yeah, I've heard they're ranked up to like number two in some ratings. And they play with a little bit of attitude. Yeah, they they uh, they could be kind of tough. Well, you're in the playoffs regardless. Yeah, right? we're in the playoffs. Now, what I understood was you guys are in the playoffs. You're either a three or a four seed. Well, I think what they really did, what Carlisle's really done is they've kind of just, they're letting San Augustine think we're not that good mm-hmm. playing a game with them. And then they come to our house tonight and we're just, we're just going to beat them. So misdirection. Yeah, that's, what, that's the whole plan all year. That's what we've been You know, doing. my Rice football team has been on that program for years. And one of these days, we're going to spring that trap on somebody. And it will catch everyone by surprise. We will have lost, you know, 99 of the last 100 games, and then bam. Yeah. Right when you least expect it. Yeah, right when you least expect it. And boy, do we least expect it. So. <laughs> and speaking of unexpected, and I, I don't think we get any blame for this, but it is, it is interesting that you brought up our neighbors over at West Rusk last week. The West West Raiders? Yes. <laughs> and, and you see they lost. They lost to a Weezer Fields? <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Too bad they didn't win. <laughs> I, I win. Whatever. <laughs> All those W's got me confused. We, I skipped past it up. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, we didn't. Hey, we didn't jinx them. I don't think. I don't think so. No. Not we, the, not, we didn't have them on the show or anything. No, not the West West Raiders. Maybe the win. Now, one more, one more thing, man. Adding to the chaos, adding to the excitement. There is another 
photo finish underway. Yes, yes. That yes. is going to be decided, yes. as it should be, on the field tonight. Yes. Now, you know what I'm talking about here. Our good friend, the, as Dave Powell taught us, the, the mule of bankers. <laughs> the the mule of amateurish sports pickers. Yes. Trey Segura. Trey Segura. Trey is in position to possibly bring home the title as the Henderson Daily News' is number one picker of the season. Yes. And, and Trey has gone into this with uh, a couple of faults on his picks. I see. He always picks A&M, and he never picks – that other school in Austin. Okay, so that that gives him a little bit of a of a problem. It's not all weeks, not, not all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like giving the kids a head start sometimes. Well, he didn't really if, feel it was fair to them to not give them a head start. Well, I think he's right because here here are the numbers yeah. as they shake out this week in the paper. Our good friend Hughes Ellis is sitting in first place, having picked one hundred and eighteen winners. Now, Nancy Harris down in bookkeeping right. is right behind him, 117. Yeah, 117. Yeah. Nancy's no, she's no mm-hmm. lightweight. Oh, no, no, no. She mm-hmm. knows her football. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Trey has got himself positioned back there with 115 winners against only 46 losers. Yeah, and last week was a bad week. He had a bad week last week. But I think it was a setup for this week. It could be that He's, same that misdirection. misdirection. Mm-hmm. Trey clocked in at 9-7 and seven last week, one of his worst weeks of the season. Uh, yeah, I think it was the worst week. Hughes coasted at eleven and five, and Nancy was an amazing thirteen and, and three. See, without the last week, Hughes and Trey are right. Neck, I think one apart. That's it is it. neck and neck. So yeah. I'm telling you, if, if Trey has a good week this week, it's on. Yeah, this photo thing, finish. it's photo finish. Yeah. Now, so you're telling me that for sure he's going to pick Henderson, A and M, and whoever's playing that other team. Yes. So of those three, he'll, he sh- we're hoping he's going to get a win on the Henderson and A and M. Should he get an A and M win this week down in Madisonville? At Bucky's, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he should. And how about that other team? Are they supposed to win this week? We never want them to win. So he could pick up three right there yeah, of, his, of his givens. Yeah. Well, it's going to be close. It is going to be close. This whole season is crazy. Yeah. Hey, when I got the playoff scenario from a text from a friend, it was like four pages long of what could happen if this happened. And by the time I read it, I'm like, I don't even know what – who are we talking about? Uh, yeah. It was so confusing. All you want to know was, was did West West win? Yeah, and West West weighed us at a ways in fields. <laughs> We're sorry, guys. <laughs> you just wait. Well, now new next week's going to be a big week too, though. We're wrapping up here, but we want to set the stage for next week. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you've got an appointment. Is that correct? That's true. Now this now this is important. This is, we might as well end with the biggest news of this is important. This week, and this you know, this is kind of a community service. This is just a feel-good-about-your-community kind of story. Right. Of course, we got the holidays coming up. You're going to want to look good for the holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to look as good as I can for the holidays. I get I get a text message from Mary where it's sure to like. Now, you know how my haircut schedule works. I call Mary at 4 o'clock and say, can you cut my hair today before you go home? Just every time that's how it happens. This week, I get a text from Mary says, just want to let you know, i got family coming in on the 16th. And I'll be unavailable after that. So if you want a haircut before Thanksgiving, you'd see me before the 16th. Book my appointment for the 15th. You know how that happened. <laughs> I was behind, but thankfully Mary was a little ahead. 
<laughs> we may have to trim that out of this episode. <laughs> so we'll put it at the end. That way we can cut it out. <laughs> it seemed like such a good idea at the time it came yeah, out. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, well I guess. Tomorrow's our festival. That's tomorrow's our festival. you got to get out there. Qantas Club selling syrup. We'll be there selling syrup. I talked yeah. to Mr. Wilson's wife, Rachel, this morning. Explain this to Vicky while you're out of the room. Oh, my. They're coming with the syrup. They're coming with the stories. Oh, he's got stories. He's got stories. Yeah, you and those chance. are free. Get on down to that syrup booth. Get you a can of syrup. Talk to Mr. Wilson. Better yet, talk to Rachel Wilson. You'll get all the stories. That's right. It's wow. going to be a great weekend. Beautiful weather. We'll see you out there amongst the other roughly one million out-to-pastor listeners that will be there. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. It's out to pastor, KPXI 100.7 FM.